Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. All right, Clay and Buck keeps going here. Second hour, debate night last night, plus Trump spoke in Michigan about cars, about a whole lot of things, the Trump show in full effect. Plus there was that Bill O'Reilly Tucker sit-down on X, formerly known as Twitter. I feel like eventually it'll have to switch its name back, but we'll see if Elon decides to do that. Interesting discussion there as well. People are kind of using debate night for the uh, for the Republicans as a chance to do other programming, uh, counter-programming, or perhaps get, because uh, a lot of attention on politics is a good time to put your stuff out there. So um, that has been underway, and we had mentioned this before. Look, I, I think, Clay, there's going to be a shift here whereby uh, Ron, Ron DeSantis is likely to start pounding the drum saying Trump needs to face me. If he did such a great job, if he kept all his promises, if he kept faith with with America first, with his movement, with his base, etc., he needs to face me. You got a little bit of a sense of that last night on stage. Um, and you're seeing this chatter online, right? People are tweeting about this, writing about this. Uh, now, will Trump decide to go in on... Oh, and we're about to play the Fox News hit here. The thing about Trump you always have to remember is he has a uh, he has a superhuman endurance when it comes to his his sort of ego and, and mindset. Like you can't phase the guy. All these indictments and everything, he still seems like he's having fun out there, and you know he's he's still Trump. But he also will get into it with anybody. You know, you remember this? He'll I remember when he was tweeting about Mika back in the day, and he was uh, you know saying some stuff and. 
you know, Mika Brzezinski. I mean, like, Howard Stern now. I mean, it's not like it's right. ended. Like, he, he, I mean, he's right. You know, you and I were texting about his criticisms of Howard Stern, which echo a lot of what we said on this program. But I don't think most presidents would be feuding with, uh, you know, shock jock radio guys, right? That's, like, that's uh, exactly right. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's kind of what, what I'm saying here is that one part of Trump you have to keep in mind is if you, if you, you know, you poke the bear and you get the claws, like he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily say I'm too big for this or, you know, he, he likes to get into it. So if DeSantis starts poking the bear, so to speak, Maybe he will get, he's already trashing, uh, DeSantis on Truth Social all the time. He's been doing that all year. Um, uh, that, that's not a surprise, but maybe, maybe he could get goaded into, uh, a debate of some kind just because the ratings would be absolutely through the roof. I think it would be far more interesting than what we saw last night. Um, now Trump, his advisors are going to say, don't do it. That's crazy. You're so far ahead. Why would you? So maybe he won't. But here's let's just play it. Here's Ron DeSantis on Fox News having some words to say about Trump. Play it. He owes it to the voters to defend his record, to defend the decisions he's made. He owes it to the voters to come out and do it. And and I'd say the final thing, he's had a lot to say about me on social media really since 2022, right before the midterm election. He started uh, he started attacking me when I was we all Republicans were supposed to be united for a red wave. No, he tried to attack me and has been doing it a lot. You know, it's one thing to do it behind a keyboard. Step up on stage and do it to my face. I'm ready for it. You used to say I was a great governor. Now, all of a sudden, you're saying the opposite. Let's have that discussion and I'll do it. We could do it one on one. I was with Sean last night. Let's do that. And let's let's give the American people the choice that they deserve. This is this is the way for DeSantis going forward. He's going to because he's just been getting pounded and hammered with globalists and all, all these different things that Trump says. And whether you believe them or not, that's irrelevant to my analysis here. My analysis is merely Trump defined DeSantis early and got a huge lead out of it. It's not changing. If he wants to change things up, Clay, a one on one fight on stage from a pure um, spectacle perspective or from just just what's the best thing that the party could see right now it would be kind of a young versus old older dynamic it would be different generations of the party it would be the only person who i felt like on that stage was really running against donald trump getting a chance to make his case what do you think uh i think this is desantis's path i i think he if i were advising so this is always one of those fun things where it's like you're a coach right everybody's got a different game plan uh I think the only candidates that I have seen that have a game plan that could attack Trump and win and win, and it may still be a a, a long shot, are Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Everybody else has no chance on that stage. So if I'm in charge of the RNC, I want Mike Pence. I want Doug Burgum. I want uh, Chris Christie. I want Tim Scott. I want him out of the race. Unless you're trying to protect Trump. If you're trying to protect Trump, you want everybody to stay in the race. Because that dilutes the ability of any one contender to continue to fight. If I'm DeSantis, I am going to go out now and I'm going to focus my entire campaign on attacking Trump at this point. I I, I don't think there's any other way that he could potentially win. And I think he attacks Trump as being a coward and being disrespectful for not being willing to compete on a stage 
for all of the uh for the Republican voter in the primary. And, and the the uh the bear, so to speak, once has once it has been poked here, you know, Trump on a debate stage is a handful. Yeah, you know, we talk about how how uh, DeSantis would go at Trump, perhaps on that. Trump is going to say you wouldn't even be governor without. I mean, we've already heard what Trump yeah, has yeah. Said a lot of it, but you wouldn't be governor without me. I mean, these guys are really good, are really going to throw down. But um, I I think there's something here between the two of them now where it actually has gotten personal. Yeah, um, I think that's I, right. I think I think this is no longer for them just a question of. You know, making my pitch, you make your pitch. We'll see what happens. I think it has gotten personal. I think there's something, um, that has, uh, shifted here. And I think people would be, uh, look, what do you guys think? I mean, would you, would you want to see this? If you're, I think if you're a Trump voter, you should want to see it just as much as, as you're a DeSantis voter. This is the best. If you want an exchange of ideas right now on stage, the only one that would be really interesting. The only one that I think would be really hard hitting would be between those two. I mean, we all said like Vivek is really smart, but it'd be Trump being like, I'm amazing. And Vivek, like, he is amazing. He is the most amazing. Like, that's not going to be interesting. Well, Vivek's right? argument for Trump would be, you're super amazing, but I think I can be super amazinger, right? Like, if, if, Vivek if you argue- give me a little bit of your amazingness as an advisor, yes. the, 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 ama- the Vivek argument, and it's a tough one, is you were the best president of the 21st century. I actually, like, Vivek might be the only person on the stage who has more self-confidence than Trump. And I don't say that in a negative way, because I think self-confidence is really important. But think about the the, the needle that Vivek is threading in that respect, uh, Buck. Because he came on the show, and I like Vivek, too. But Vivek's argument is, you were the best. It's like, you were, uh, uh let's say, like, uh, who was... You are, uh, who was the You're second Bledsoe, best player? Bledsoe, I'm Tom Brady. Didn't that happen? Yeah, Bledsoe, Tom Brady is, but, but that's like saying, you're Peyton, you know, it's, it's like, uh, Vivek is saying, you're Peyton Manning, I'm Tom Brady. We're both the two best that have ever played the quarterback position. You were really, really good, Peyton Manning, but I am Tom Brady. I can win seven Super Bowls to your two. It's like, again, it's the, a very, it's a very to, tough to play argument out the sports to make. analogy here, though, it's like, but Peyton's got more seasons in him. So what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, yeah. But the, so the, your, your point is right. Like Vivek would just be, you're awesome. I'm awesomer. That would be a, that would actually be a really funny debate, uh, in, in that respect. Um, but I actually think it's DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I think we should, those are the two that feel like they have a chance. Do you think she would go at Trump on a stage? I, based on, you don't. I do not. Based on the way she went after everybody on the stage last I night. I know. She'll go I after do. everybody else. She wants to be Secretary of State in a Trump administration. Okay, youth or or VP. Or VP, yeah. Um, so if that's true, then she should drop out. Right? I think, based on the way, what she did last night, Buck. You think to she me, would do that to Trump? First of all, that would be amazing television. Could you imagine? I think, I mean, I think she wants to be... Uh, president. And at some, here's the truth. At some point, if you want to be president, you got to be nasty. That's just the truth. You can't be, uh, super nice, happy go lucky, uh, you know, you know, leave it to Beaver, uh, Andy Griffith, old school television, oh, howdy doody, like super nice. At yeah, some it's, point, it's, you got to prove business. you're, you got to prove you're a killer. At some point you gotta walk, and this is metaphorical, metaphorical. At some point you gotta be in the prison yard and you gotta walk up 
and you got to you got to shank somebody, right? Like you're in line for the cornbread. Everybody's kind of looking around. Nikki Haley was walking around with a shank last night. Like you didn't know where. Like you're turning around. Like next thing you know, she's like she went after DeSantis. She went after Tim Scott. She went after Vivek. I mean, she was like, uh, remember the the great um. Do you remember the great Wayne Brady skit that he did in Chappelle where like Wayne Brady is like for the people out there who don't know Wayne Brady is like the super nicest comedian on the planet. Like that is his vibe. And they did a funny skit where Wayne Brady comes on and he basically like goes Denzel training day, right? Where you, you are playing counter to what your overall uh, expectation was. And, and I'm using a phrase and there's one point where. Wayne Brady's like this uh, this badass pimp, and he says at one point, again, and I'm paraphrasing, I think I got it right, is Wayne Brady going to have to cut a bitch? And it's one of the funniest lines in the history of the Chappelle show, not only because of the way the skit's playing out, but because Wayne Brady, who is the least threatening person on the planet, is the guy delivering it. Last night, to me, Nikki Haley was walking around trying to gut people. And I thought, I think she would do it to Trump. She was actually the most aggressive on the stage of anybody. And I don't know, by the way, Buck, I don't know how it played. I think there are people out there listening to us right now that were like, I didn't like the, uh, the, 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 uh, I didn't like the vibe from Nikki Haley. I didn't like that aggressiveness. I think there are other people out there who set up and said, Oh, she wants to be president. That's what I saw last night was she was like, I'll gut people if I have to. Or, or, she wants to be the one standing left on the stage for Trump to be the obvious pick going for. Remember, she already well, worked in a Trump administration. I know. These are and that's why your argument of she won't say anything. I, I mean, when the, the go Play, pull the go, reaction. To go at Trump, hold on a second. To yeah. go at Trump the way that she went at Vivek Ramaswamy would be amazing bonkers. television. <laughs> it would be bonkers. But look at the Tim Scott reaction. When like there were there was a camera shot of him where he was like like a record scratch. I, don't, I, don't, I, th- I think he felt a little wounded. Like I think he felt like whoa, Nikki. Like really? It's like I mean that? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they are personal friends. Wait, we, it seemed we yeah. have. Uh, wait, we actually have. Where is it? We have. Nikki where she Haley. says it's a short bring it, clip. Tim. Like she was like, yeah. let's go. Like she was yeah. ripping off her shirt, ready to have a fight. Listen, as the UN ambassador. You literally put $50,000 on curtains and a $15 million. Bring it, Tim. He was saying that she was spending a lot of money on curtains for the ambassador's residence. But he only attacked her because she said, I mean, first of all, I think it was Dana Perino just set him up. Like, you're both from South Carolina. There's only one, you know, like, uh, stake. Fight for it, There can only be one. Yeah. So she set them up to fight because they are both from a small state. Like there's a lot of overlap there. But this was like when, you know, when you see the guy rip his shirt off, it's like, okay, we're going to do this. Like bring it, Tim. I was like, like, man, she is like willing to gut people over this. And so I think she might be willing to do it to Trump. Look, if, if she were, then I would say her, her attitude should also be. Um, that, you know, th- th- all these rules and all this stuff too, we gotta, we gotta operate in reality here. If you want to put her in the mix too, the three of them on a stage would be interesting. I still think it should be DeSantis and Trump, but it needs to get down to a much smaller audience and people should, should see, I'm sorry, much smaller group so that the audience can see what these individuals really say and what, what they, uh, when they're pressed. Because one thing about last night that bothered me 
they were they were kind of you know chirping and and uh, taking shots at each other, but it was never clean. You didn't really get to hear the response, and then there was over talking, and it was it was frustrating. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna take a shot at somebody, I want to hear the shot, and I want to hear the counter shot. No, they they totally pivoted away from conflict. I wanted them to steer into conflict. If if a you or I had been the moderator there, I would have been like, okay, you guys really want to scrap. Let's have the scrap. Uh, it takes determination to write a book. Our friend Dutch Mendenhall joins the group of determined authors with the release of his new book, Money Shackles. By day, Dutch is a co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified, a company introducing you to smart alternative investments. Title of the book, Money Shackles, deserves a little explanation. What are these money shackles? Their shackles represent the financial hamstrings Americans have fought with. Go to school, get in debt, buy a car, get in debt. Uh, Dutch believes it's the wrong thoughts and teachings. And in his book, he'll give you his strategies to use debt to your advantage and to tap into lucrative alternative investment vehicles to redefine your American dream. Dutch is on a mission to be at the forefront of the greatest financial change in American history and to look beyond Wall Street and see the future of alternative investments. Get ready for the redefined American dream with money shackles. Learn more at therad.com. That's T-H-E-R-A-D.com. Break free from your money shackles. Visit therad.com. Make an appointment with the truth. Tune in every day to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone, dial pound 250, and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome back in. Uh, Buck Sexton, Clay Travis, hanging out with you. Hope all of you are having a fantastic Thursday. We are breaking down the second Republican debate. And, Buck, we were talking about Nikki Haley, and I do think in the same way that after the first debate, Vivek was the most polarizing guy, some people were like, hey, I really like him. Other people were thought, man, he seems like kind of the nerdy kid in the classroom. And I actually thought it was a funny part, probably Chris Christie's best moment, when he was answering the question about who he would vote off the island. And he, his answer was Trump, of course. But he told Vivek, put your hand down, dude. And it was like, it kind of was like in a classroom, like everybody knows the kid who's always raising his hand and always trying to answer. And it kind of brought back that dynamic. But I think the challenge that Nikki Haley has, and, and I'm not one who sits around and says, oh, let's break down identity politics on a regular basis. But I do think as the only woman on the stage, she has to, like, I thought she was the killer on the stage, right? She was the one walking around trying to, with the, with the shiv in her hand, like, you, you don't know where it's going next. You got the loaded gun. But you have to balance the, uh, like, if a guy is a total jerk, Trump is a total jerk there on the stage. There is a gender a perspective that factors into all of this. People are like, that's an alpha male. He is a jerk. I don't care. That's what we need. Women have to deal I think with the, when they are alphas, that they are then the bitch, right? Like Trump is, go back and watch the debates. Trump is a total, and I'm trying to make sure I use the right word, jerk at some points on the debate stage, but that is a hyper masculine characteristic that lots of people like for alpha maleness and he benefits from it. Benefits from that. How does that play for Nikki Haley because she's a woman? I think is a different dynamic. Now, I think there are people out there listening to us right now like, I love a badass chick who will just F people up at any moment, right? There are people out there who like it. There are other people out there who think, oh, I don't really want that kind of energy from a woman. That is a different dynamic. I liked it. That's why I say to me this is down to DeSantis or Nikki Haley. Because to me, it represented, like, I'll do whatever it takes. I'm the best person on this stage, and I will screw up anybody else who tries to get in my way. But I think, Buck, there are other people out there who are going to say, yeah, I didn't like this at all. The only way you get better at something is with practice. If you're a gun owner like I am, you likely take pride in your training results at the range. How do you keep your skills sharp when you can't get there often enough? Train at home with a Mantis X. That's what I have. The Mantis X is a no-ammo, all-electric way to train with your firearm. It really helps you keep your skills sharp and improve your accuracy. The Mantis X attaches to your firearm like a weapon light, connects to your phone and the Mantis X app. It gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique, and it tells you how you're performing. If you're like most new Mantis X users, you're going to experience improvement within the first 20 minutes. The Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at mantisx.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back. We are joined by our friend Carol Markowitz. She is a columnist at the New York Post. 
And exciting announcement. Carol's going to be joining the Clay and Buck podcast family soon here. She's going to have her first episode dropping on Monday, October 9th. So if you subscribe to the Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show podcast, Carol's podcast will be in that feed for your listening enjoyment. Carol, great to have you with us. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. So you were there. I mean, I... I Saw you because you were actually the front, front row. row. Yeah, <laughs> so we so yeah. we could all see you. Um, is that that must be kind of funny for a second, right? You realize like you were totally on camera every time the moderators were on camera. <laughs> so you were front row in the debate. Um, just any anything you could tell us about the energy or anything kind of off camera that you experienced from being there. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody I've ever met in my entire life contacted me. So I think that the debate must have had some good ratings. Um, you know, some interesting things for me, I, I guess, like, at home, I don't realize just, like, obviously, these are all supporters of the candidates, you know, almost the entire room. I mean, there's some, like, you know, conservative activists who maybe aren't um, specific supporters of candidates and, and maybe some, you know, reporters and um, commentators. But the great majority of the room are literally friends and family of the candidate. And so they only applaud their own candidate. They only shout out their own candidate. It's not like a natural thing. Like you could be watching the debate with your friends and you might like one of the candidates more, but you're not going to say, Oh, this candidate isn't, isn't saying something I like. If they say something you like, you just say, Oh, I like that too. Um, it's not like that in the room. People are, are very rigid behind their guy or girl. And that's just how it is. I think that I never really quite got that from the television set. All right, Carol, this is also something you don't see on television. During every commercial break, the candidates can walk around, they can interact, they can discuss, they can get their makeup touched up. Um, yep. Did you see, and this is not on air, did you see the candidates interact very much? Did there seem to be any good rapport? Did there seem to be any frostiness? Like, how would you assess the commercial breaks as somebody who was actually there on the ground? I'm actually yeah. fascinated by this. Because sometimes you can see, oh, these guys are allies. Oh, these guys really hate each other. Right. Did you pick up any body language, anything from the commercial breaks that those of us watching didn't see? I'd say, and I know this did come across in the debate, but a lot of the candidates viscerally do not like Vivek. <laughs> he's just he's very much the odd man out here where they kind of all know each other. Maybe they like each other. Maybe they you know, will attack each other, but still not like personally. I thought, for example, Nikki Haley's line that she gets dumber every time she listens to Vivek was kind of over the line. Um, but I saw DeSantis and Vivek have a nice conversation at one point. Um, I think I saw, you know, um, Christy and Nikki kind of laugh at something together. So there is interaction, um, but they do mostly go over to their spouse or their family and they get like, if not a pep talk, then like a little like they fix their hair or um, I saw Casey DeSantis, you know, fix uh, Ron DeSantis's shirt. It was, it was, it's very nice to see them with their families. Like Mike Pence had his grandchildren there. It was really cute. I think that Vivek, Vivek and uh, Ron were probably comparing, you know, SAT scores. You know, that would be quite an epic, <laughs> an epic battle between those two. Or who, who had a higher GPA at, at Yale? Um, but let me uh, let me just pivot here for a second. I mean, if you, mm-hmm. Carol, had to pick one thing, one moment that you thought was the biggest standout of the night, what was it? Hmm. Um. You know, I, I think Nikki going ham on all the other candidates <laughs> was sort of interesting because I think she was always trying to be kind of above all of that. And I think some of her comments were really 
really stark and different from her normal personality. So to me, that stood out. Um, I don't know whether that's good or bad. I saw some polls after the debate, you know, saying that she won because I think a lot of people really like the excitement of those digs and those jabs. Um, in general, though, I think these debates don't get to any of the real issues and they, they absolutely don't cover the ground that Republicans would like to see covered. My column today in the New York Post urges it to come down to like two candidates that can debate each other. If Donald Trump wants to show up, that's great. It will be three, but let's let's limit it to who can be on the stage so we can actually hear real ideas and a real path forward for the country. Carol, I said that to me, and I, and I agree with that, basically to, to me, the race is down to Trump, obviously, and then mm-hmm. DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I don't think yeah. anybody else could, and, and really it's DeSantis versus Nikki Haley. Let's see which of those is going to be the emerging alternative and then everybody else needs to get out of the race. Now, I'm curious if you would agree, one, two, is anybody actually going to get out of the race? Because if they don't, then Trump's going to be the nominee. There's actually not a lot of competition here because they're going to continue to soak up their three or four percent. And Trump is going to stay. He's going to have the, the, the majority. Right. How did which we saw play out in 16. Yeah. And and in 16, one of the things that always, you know, kind of bothered me was that Kasich stayed in the race even after he was mathematically eliminated. Like, what was he thinking was going to happen? They were just going to sub him in at the end. Um, and so you're absolutely right. They can't keep going like this. If half the party, which is, you know, the, basically the numbers, Trump has 50 percent support, which is really high. So I don't know why Trump fans get upset at me when I say that half the party doesn't want him. But that's the case. Half the party wants somebody else. The fact that that somebody else is split up by 10, 15, et cetera, percent is a different story. To me, Ron DeSantis is sort of the revolutionary post-Trump candidate. And Nikki Haley, for better or worse, is the very traditional Republican candidate. Now, that candidate wins sometimes. George W. Bush won two terms. And then, of course, John McCain and Mitt Romney did not. So I get why people are drawn to Ron DeSantis and to Nikki Haley, and I'd love to hear their version of what the future will look like for the Republican Party do, actually articulated without like any of these stupid, you know, sideshow jabs. Do you agree that basically everybody else is done? I mean, with my assessment that it's Nikki Haley, it's it's DeSantis and it's Trump? Yes, absolutely. That is absolutely right. And it would be great to have the three of them on stage. What are the visions for the future from these three people who are splitting up the Republican Party support largely? But what about Doug B, my man Doug Burgum? Would you give him an honorable mention, Carol? I felt like he actually acquitted himself well up there. He didn't get that much time, but I thought he did a pretty good job. So his family, every time there's like a lull in the debate, they scream out Burgum as if to like remind the <laughs> that is awesome. that he exists. Um, he, yeah, he said some interesting stuff. I like, I like all of these people mostly. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I get that it's disappointing that he's at 1% or whatever, and somehow is still on this debate stage, but that's just the way it is. And I, I, you know, I had never heard of him, honestly, before this, before his presidential campaign, which really is saying something. Um, so yeah, he's, he's, he seems like a nice guy. He's got some good ideas, but his poll numbers, and I know polls aren't everything, but they really are something to get on the debate stage, uh, are so low that I, I don't see how he should be included in the next one. Okay. So Buck and I just had a discussion and we're two dudes. So we probably, uh, and we're excited to have your podcast alongside of Tudor Dixon. <laughs> we're two dudes. So I don't know that I'm, or either of us are particularly adroit at discussing this. You mentioned how aggressive Nikki Haley was, and some people are going to really like that. 
Uh, I, I described her as metaphorically like walking around with a knife and you never know who she's going to stab next, right? Like that is pretty, right. uh, pretty good television, right? Um, yeah. they always say like if you want to have a, somebody stick, like, uh, have a loaded gun and at some point, you know, it's going to go off on television. Like people watch to yeah. see what's going to happen. But when Trump is a jerk, uh, he is able to be a jerk because people are like, okay, that's just how alpha males are. Uh, other guys right. uh, in debate can get away with that because they're like, okay, that's just kind of masculine energy. That's how dudes are. They fight, they brawl, and people sometimes are attracted to that. Now, sometimes they're repulsed, but I think men have a more lenient standard there. What challenges yeah. does Nikki Haley have with that being the aggressor, that being the person walking around with a knife that's different from a woman perspective as you see it? Or, or is <laughs> so there a difference? Am I wrong in it? Is, is even that a sexist yeah. question to ask? No, not at all. But it's so cute that you guys think that women are less vicious than men. <laughs> um, Nikki, Nikki, I think the expect uh, that's a great point. That's a great point. I think the expectation is for viewers that women are less vicious than men. But yes, that's a that's a great that's right. a great point. Yes, <laughs> I think Nikki was able to get away with those attacks because she's a woman. Um, I think that there would have been some so I, like they're barely being mentioned today. I you know I I don't think that. The fact that she said that to Vivek is even in the conversation today. And I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking like, wow, that was really over the line. And and it really didn't resonate with me because for all the things that I don't like about Vivek, it's not that he's dumb and it's not yeah. that his comments are dumb. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that she got away with saying some things that a man maybe even wouldn't get away with saying, um, you know, other than Trump, of course. I've always Tara, said, where, by where, the way, Tara, Tara, I, I need to ask her where she is on the great, Biden will or will not be the nominee debate of 2023. Oh, that is a great question. <laughs> well, you know, Clay Travis and I have uh, a bet where um, we're going to be owed each other dinner. If he says that Gavin Newsom will be the nominee and I say it's going to be Joe Biden um, or Kamala Harris, right? If something happens to Joe okay, Biden. Okay, you're on Biden-Harris team, which means you agree oh, with the Buckster, which means that your money is safe, Carol. You can tell your husband <laughs> that there's not going to be any big outlay on stake purchases because – Clay's realizing this window for the Biden switch is getting mighty, mighty small. Carol, uh, get Kamala off the, off the stage. There's just no way to do that. It'll be racist and sexist if they don't. No, it's going to be interesting. Uh, so it kind of would be a little racist and sexist. Potentially. Yes. Uh, last question for you, Carol, and this is super important Mm -hmm. that your Dallas Cowboys. Just got absolutely yeah. wrecked by the Arizona Cardinals, 12 and a half point favorite. Has the Markowitz family recovered from the usual letdown from the Dallas Cowboys? You know, we were on the road. There were some injuries. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to come back from this. We're going to come back stronger than ever because that's the Dallas Cowboys do, Clay. <laughs> yeah. It's still been 25 years since you were in a game that matters, but yeah, I'm sure at some point it'll happen. Carol, can you tell us what the name of the podcast is yet? Or are you holding that back? It's the Carol Markowitz Show, and oh. you two uh, will be my first guest individually. I'm going to ask some questions you maybe have not been asked before, and I really hope everyone tunes in. Fantastic. Carol Markowitz, everybody, please subscribe to Clay and Buck Podcast. You can hear, hear Carol there, and also check out her columns in the New York Post. Thanks so much, Carol. Thanks so much, guys. She's great. That that podcast, Buck, you know this. I mean, we're excited to have her with us. I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy that. Uh, alongside a tutor, a lot of people listening, millions of you downloading Tutor's podcast now. It's killing it. 
Uh, I think Carol's podcast is going to do outstanding as well. You can get that by going and subscribing to the Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. You'll be able to check it out. Uh, knowledge, competitive advantage. If you're a high school grad declaring yourself an undergrad at Hillsdale College, you're already one step ahead because every undergraduate on the Hillsdale campus is required to take at least one class learning about our nation's most enduring document, the Constitution. Hillsdale College vigorously defends and explains our nation's freedoms. We have those freedoms because our founding fathers drafted and voted on our Constitution, and millions of men and women have fought to defend our freedoms. If you'd like to refamiliarize yourself with our Constitution and our Declaration of Independence, Hillsdale's offering to send you a copy of each for free. It matters that much to them. Get your free copy at clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Hillsdale's goal is to give away a million copies of the Constitution. Get your own free copy or one you can give away to someone else that will benefit. Go to clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Form is simple. You'll receive your booklet by mail without paying shipping. Reserve your copy. clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. That's clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Find every podcast as they're released and listen. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. There is a great evil taking place in our society. Since 1973, over 64 million babies' lives have been taken. Preborn is dedicated to saving these precious lives. And every day, the staff members at Preborn Clinics rescue 200 babies and help women in crisis by sharing light, love, and a free ultrasound. That changed my life, just from that ultrasound picture. You see, when an expectant mother meets her precious baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, she is twice as likely to choose life for her baby. Would you join me and Preborn in rescuing babies' lives? One ultrasound is just $28, and for $140, you can sponsor five ultrasounds helping to rescue five babies' lives. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck, sponsored by Preborn. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Mm. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Carol's great. And Buck and I were talking about off air. She said like, oh, I love that you think that women are nicer. And I was like, no, no, no. I was thinking about that and talking with Buck off the air. Guys just get in absolute throwdowns. Every guy who is listening right now probably has a friend or has witnessed it in their friend group. Two people get mad at each other. They may throw punches. They may end up rolling around on the ground. Three hours later, the anger is gone. They may still be best friends forever. Certainly in sports, that happens all the time. People are competitive uh, the testosterone's flowing. You throw punches. You roll around on the ground. Guys get angry, and then they have a beer and they're over it. Women don't typically have those physical encounters, like the fights. They just hate each other for decades, and they engage in like subtle recriminations against each other for a long time. Right? The antagonism is different. I think the women's is deeper and longer lasting when they decide they don't like somebody. Guys just end up really having it out oftentimes. And then it's kind of over. It boils over. Uh, anyway, we got uh, people want to react. A um, couple of different women, variety of perspectives on Nikki Haley. Heather in Cedar Grove, Wisconsin. What did you think about Nikki last night? Hi, I thought she was fantastic. And the comment that I uh, want to make is I think that women are ready for a woman like Nikki Haley. Um especially suburban, educated women like me. I have a doctorate in clinical psychology, and there is a difference between assertiveness and aggressiveness. Nikki Haley, except for one comment, was extremely assertive. I think that it's high time for um, Americans, especially American men, um, to understand that women can be strong and assertive and they don't have to be aggressive in order to win. So I'm you liked very it. Very impressed. Did I you come in liking people. her the most, or were you kind of an uncommitted no. Uh, viewer? No, actually, I'm pretty committed. I have been from the get-go committed to Ron DeSantis. Okay. But uh, the comments that that you all have been making, um, kind of insinuating that there is still this gender difference between men and women and the way they respond and they uh, the comment that you just made so you think i'm uh, you think that's sexist i said i liked it but you think me saying that a woman's judged differently by the way she behaves on the stage than a man you don't think that's true i well first of all i do not think that you're sexist and i appreciate that right i don't i do think that your comment was wrong but I don't think it's your sexist. All right. Okay. Well, so, wait, wait, wait. no, no, I, I, yeah, we're talking about the, um, thank you so much, Heather, for calling in just because 
we were discussing before, the way that it is viewed is not the same thing as how it should be viewed, right? And, and Heather, yeah, Heather that's a good got point. that, I think. You know, we're talking yeah, about Sharon, how, what, by the way. What, Sharon, and Sharon has the exact opposite opinion, I think. Sharon, what did you think about Nikki Haley on the stage? She seemed shrill to me, and I took your comment about her being aggressive, and I have been judged in the past as being aggressive when I thought I was being assertive, and I have been criticized for that. I think women are criticized for being aggressive in a way that men are not, and I think women's assertiveness comes across as aggressiveness if they come across as shrill, and she did that me on maybe two occasions last night i'm gonna tell you you know i i i I agree with sharon here clay and i would say i I don't if nikki haley if that same behavior and i mean the interruptions everything else was anyone else on the stage i would have thought they had gone a little rogue and gone a little crazy too like it was above and beyond i don't think it was a she's a woman thing so it looked bad I, i thought I mean, the Vivek, the, the Vivek comment was just over the line. That's just, you just don't say, I get dumber every time you speak. This is a presidential debate. It's not, it's not a playground fight. I liked it. By the way, I, I don't know about you, Buck. I have never thought about the difference as a guy between aggressive and assertive in my entire life. Have you oh. ever thought of that as being different? We have PhDs who listen, and one of them just told us that that is a difference. I, I never thought about it before. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise... They're in the line of duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.